Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast with Simon Cocking, Senior Editor. I'll be doing a series of interviews with people at the cutting edge of green tech, clean tech, and anything else that we think is interesting and worth listening to for you guys, our listeners. Okay, so who am I talking to today? So my name is Trasney Cadegon. I was born and raised on Cape, um, and I'm now in my fourth year, well, starting my fourth year in international development in UCC. Cool. Um, okay, so that's interesting, and I think we'll talk about that as as we loop around um did you go to school on cape yes so um i didn't have your normal um schooling in cape i went to school for two years so nina Vyoga, which is the junior infants and then i came back and i did second class so i did my communion in here um, we left and then we came back and we left again so mm-hmm. like everyone in cape it's not one formula to go to school here you can kind of mix and match it yeah um, but I loved it. Um, I loved the small classes um, and just growing up with the same people that I went to school with and it's like one big community so we were all like a big bunch of cousins mm-hmm. all in school together because yeah. we all got to know each other so well which I loved. Um, so I guess um, did, did you have many people of your age in your class like was it big or small when you were there? I um, We had the biggest with okay. a whopping five of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think there were four or five at one point. Um, but, yeah, we had the biggest class in the school. When I started school, it had 21. So I think that was the biggest it had seen in years. Um, and then when I was in second class, I can't remember, but I think it went down to maybe 16 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I only ever spent time in the junior class. Um, but we I never remember a number being an issue. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember being like, oh, there's not enough to fill a team or anything like that. Um, I didn't see that as an issue growing up, which was, I suppose, good for me. And how did you find it being in Irish? Like, when you, when you weren't here, were you also in school in Irish then? Yes, I went okay. to a Wales school, so uh-huh. Irish didn't make a difference to yeah. me, because I grew up bilingually, Yeah. so depending, mum and dad would speak Irish or English to me at home. Um, and so when I grew up, and then I went to a Gwell school, a Gwell class as well for secondary school. Yeah. So I've done Irish the whole way up. Uh, the first bit of education I ever had was in English, was when I was 18 in secondary school. Oh, really? Which was quite interesting, but... I didn't find it a difference. I didn't find it a challenge. Um, so I'm lucky in that sense. I pro- other people might, but I was mm-hmm. lucky enough. Um, and oh, um, so so my guys correct our Irish because we learnt it in Dublin. Oh. So so when you go to other places, is it, are, you, are you getting that, or is it because you're not going far enough away that um, they're speaking it in the same way as you? Yeah, like I would struggle to understand people from like. Connemara Irish uh-huh. um, I don't correct I am always like even if you have a couple of words even if they're butchered I'm like it's better than knowing no Irish yeah. at all yeah. so I'm always like come on you can do it just any couple of fuckle because I work in the tourist office this summer so I'm delighted when people do speak Irish to me yeah um, but yeah I would um, I don't find yeah people do correct an awful lot which I kind of find a bit annoying because I'm like you're better off trying than nothing well, um, look, I mean, I know people do for some reason, but then they're eight and nine. So I guess for them, they don't realise that there's other types of Irish. No, and it's, it, you have to be exposed to the other yeah. conings or whatever. Um, like, we're kind of lucky down in Cork and Kerry, we kind of have really similar Irish. Uh-huh. Um, like, if you turn on the radio, you'd probably understand them. Yeah. And we're at But then if you go up to Galway, like the first Ida, she was from Sligo, my Irish teacher in secondary school. And um, she struggled to understand a couple of my words. 
because I'd have cape words like um, a lot of the time people would say Ganohook but we say Bradul here which is the word for busy and there's a couple of them like that and she actually didn't clue what I was saying so I suppose it's kind of nice like I was teaching her words yeah, as well yeah. um, so that's the joy of different conings I suppose yeah I guess it shows but, that there's more than one version yeah so um, from being in school in Cape uh, obviously everyone has to go out at 12 to go to secondary school so how did you find uh, your time in Cape uh, helped you or what was it like going to secondary school having come from an island um, so I changed counties which was a big change for me so I, when I went out to primary school on the mainland I still came in every Friday evening mm-hmm. I went out on a Monday morning yeah. um, which some people do don't they yeah that's, so that's a yeah. common one people do is they'll come in and out so they'll almost commute from Cape to primary school um, but obviously I was with my mum yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sent out um, but yeah I found the big the big class is a big change because we're so lucky in here to have small classes and a lot of one-on-one teaching and um, like the resources were great. Like I remember doing computer classes when I was in second class. We used to do um, different things. So I was kind of computer illiterate leaving primary school, which, well, back when I was in primary school, wasn't a yeah. big thing. You were computer illiterate. Um, so that was a great boost for me, but also it was a big change going into the big classes and not having as much... Um, resources available to you to your whenever you felt like it <laughs> yeah because um, we're lucky to have it you have small classes um, an extra resource teacher they do bring you side if they see anything or even just to make sure you're okay in Cape which is an amazing feature yeah um, cool so if either you were a kid thinking of coming here with your family or if you were a family thinking of bringing your kids here what tips or advice would you give them in terms of uh, adjusting or adapting to coming to a school here um, I'd say just try it and don't overthink it. Okay, yeah. Um, is a good one because it's worth a try, even if you just come for six months mm-hmm. and, or a year or whatever. Like friends of mine, they came for a year and never really left. Like they come back all the time. Um, and even if you do just come for a year, it's a great experience for the kids to yeah. try it. Um, and I think Irish is an amazing opportunity that I don't think a lot of people tap into in Ireland. Um, like even still up in when I'm in college I still get opportunities just because I speak Irish over other people um, which is a fantastic feature um, and when you get to secondary school you have no issues with your Irish honours yeah. it's a great easy way to get points if it's not a bother to you um, but yeah I'd say it's a fantastic opportunity something totally different especially if you're living on the mainland in a city or something like there's loads more activities outdoor activities which you wouldn't get in towns like kayaking snorkeling swimming um, a lot more walking around here um, just mm-hmm. do it, try it <laughs> cool, very good um, so look, uh, people will say that Cape sometimes is more facing because Cape is obviously most southerly and they say that a lot of the influences both in terms of the plants and the people are as much from outside of Ireland as within Ireland in terms of its sources of influences and so here we are and you're doing international development mm-hmm. studies as well as someone else from your age from Cape too. Well, you know, it's yes. in similar. In, so, so what what made you choose that? Yeah, it's unusual. There's two of us from the same <laughs> small community well, doing the same course. Um, well, I've always been really involved in my community since growing up. I don't know, was it through mom and her friends and um, stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like growing up, we had the family fun day, which was a charity or fun day yeah. every year. I used to be involved in that. If even it, I think it started when I was maybe nine or ten, right up because it ran for ten years. So by the time I was an adult, I was helping actually yeah. organise things. It started with me hanging up bunting and doing get bits and bobs. Um, so I suppose that, and also I have a love for the nature and for preserving it, um, which 
I suppose Cape has given me that in the sense of I see seasons and we see um, simple things like we see things growing and we know the process um, and I want, I'm always like I want to help people so that's mm-hmm. where during Covid half well, I was supposed to be on placement during COVID. Oh, where were you supposed to yes, go? Yes, I was supposed to go to Vietnam. Oh, I wow. was supposed to be okay. in Hanoi for, I had a five-month internship. Which could have been a very safe place to go. Yes, they only had their first yeah. case. And, in, like, and he was an English pilot. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> even Scottish, a Vietnamese. Yeah. And he was not, they were not letting him die. Yeah. Um, but, um, So will that still yeah. happen or is that? Uh, no, I'd say that's gone. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'd say it's gone. But I made my best of it in Cape. So, yeah. like that, Cape is a fantastic community. And if you're willing to try in the community, they'll help you. So I was part of the organising of the farmers market, mm-hmm. which yeah, which is a great. Which idea. has been a great success so far. Yeah. Um, it was all because Cape was supposed to be closed until August. It was about trying to keep money in Cape and getting comes up for families. Um, and it's worked. And like that, I came up with the idea, and Cape just got behind it. Cool. Um, so I suppose it was halfway to Vietnam because <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to be working with uh, co-ops and stuff. Um, but yeah. Okay, so is there anything else that you'd like to add or that I should have asked you? Um, the only thing would be that there's no one formula to move to Cape. You don't mm-hmm. have to just move here in lock, stock and barrel and sell your house in the mainland. Yep. Um, that'd be one big thing for families. It's, it's not a humongous decision, I suppose, because the world is we're moving all the time now. Um, it's a lot easier to just come for a year, rent your house out and come back. Um, that'd be my big thing for families. It's just try it and there's not one formula. So if you want to commute like I did for well whatever even for college I commute in and out on weekends yeah. if you want to try that do it that'll be a big thing cool <laughs> thank you very much we hope you enjoyed that podcast and we will be bringing you more across as diverse and interesting a range of stories as we can find you're welcome to reach out to us on Twitter LinkedIn or by email and give us any feedback and let us know what you'd like us to cover in the future thanks and keep listening <laughs>